Hello there, and welcome to the All Emotions Welcome podcast, where, you guessed it, all emotions are welcome and all feelings are valid. I'm Glesney. I'm the face and voice behind All Emotions Welcome, and I'm a therapist who works here in the UK. If you, like me, are interested in all things mental health and emotional well-being, stick around to hear some more. guess who's back did anyone miss me or notice that I've not been around for a bit I mean understandable if you haven't but if you follow me on Instagram you'll know that I have been on annual leave recently so that's why there haven't been any new podcast episodes for a few weeks but we're back that's the main thing I am aware I have this feeling in me at the moment that I want to apologize for that you know apologize that I didn't maybe pre-record any episodes or make it more obvious that there weren't going to be any episodes I don't know but aware of that aware that I don't need to apologize that it's okay to have a break and we're back now that's the main thing and it feels good to be back so it was my first week back at work I will be honest and say it was ever so slightly overwhelming that would be the word just the realization of gosh I've got all this to do and if anyone's like me, I tend to have to tend to think that it all needs to be done at once and almost like I have to make up for the fact that I've been off, which I know now I'm saying it out loud sounds really silly, but that's just how my brain works. Um, so yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle adapting to being back at work after being off for so long. And I know a lot of those struggles link to what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So if you've as you've probably guessed from the title, we're going to be talking all about perfectionism. So I'm going to start this episode with a confession. So I'm putting my hands up and I'm saying, my name's Glesney and I am a recovering perfectionist. So if you feel the same, if you can relate to a lot of the stuff I talk about today, I, you know, invite you to raise your hands with me and admit that we are all recovering perfectionists. There is no shame in any of that. Um, So hopefully you'll find this episode an interesting one and can relate to what I'm talking about and it'll help you learn more about your inner perfectionist. So one thing I'm doing today to channel that inner perfectionist is, so normally in the last two episodes I've had a little bit of a script to go off when recording these episodes, Um, whereas today, going a bit rogue, so my inner perfectionist, she's feeling a bit anxious... So yeah, I've got a broad outline of what I want to discuss, but it's not fleshed out like it has been in previous episodes. So we'll see if you notice a difference. It'll be interesting, and it'll be also interesting to see how many times I have to re-record this episode. But you know, we've got to do things to push out of our comfort zones, you know, challenge ourselves sometimes, and this is quite a big challenge for my inner perfectionist. But, you know, that's how we learn. So yeah, if you can relate to some of that, I hope that you keep on listening and enjoy today's episode. So I figured it's probably a good place to start by talking a bit more about what perfectionism actually is. So what do we mean by perfectionism? So 
the dictionary definition of it is quite basic, in my humble opinion. But the definition is a refusal to accept anything short of perfection. Make of that what you will. Um, But some of the signs of being a perfectionist might be some of the following. So if you can relate to some of these or maybe do some of these, then this might be the episode for you. So things like having low self-esteem or low self-worth is one. Um, Also setting yourself really high goals or unachievable goals, unrealistic standards, that sort of thing. Being highly critical of yourself, you know, constantly putting yourself down and a fear of failure. So they're just a few things that we perfectionists are guilty of. The thing with perfectionism and being a perfectionist, I think the term itself, it used to mean or be seen as quite a positive thing. So I know it's something I'm guilty of saying in job interviews or on CVs, sort of saying, you know, I am a perfectionist and being proud of that label. Um, Because I think it used to mean, you know, someone who works really hard and has high standards and, you know works to the best of their abilities but there's there's quite a difference between you know being a hard worker and having these goals and being a perfectionist Um, so perfectionism is really quite debilitating and can be quite toxic and I know for me it's something that impacts me or has impacted me in many different areas of my life so I'd say it's always been apparent from school to university, work life. It has been evident in friendships and relationships and how I communicate with people. It also is apparent in terms of how I feel about my appearance or how I want to look and be perceived. So it, it really does impact on absolutely everything. I think people tend to think that it's just to do with work and school and all that sort of thing but it really can impact absolutely anything and that's when it becomes really toxic and like I say debilitating and just takes over everything and become you know makes daily life quite a bit of a struggle so like I say I feel like always been a bit of a perfectionist ever since you know, a young age, always felt highly critical of myself, had pressure around me to do well and had criticism around me, I guess you could say. Um, But I think the first time I became aware that this maybe was a problem was when I was doing my master's and having therapy. So like I say, all this time along, throughout education I had felt this immense pressure to be the best to always do my best and that if I didn't get the highest possible grades that that wasn't good enough that I wasn't good enough and I think by the time I'd got to my master's that just felt draining and it felt like I can't (laughs) can't carry on at that level it wasn't possible So yeah, so I can remember having a therapy session 
and talking about all this and you know being asked well what difference would it make if you know you were to just pass this course or if you got a distinction and in reality there wasn't a difference because regardless I was going to still be able to do my dream job so able to be a counsellor um, and you know my therapist reinforced that getting a high grade in an essay does not necessarily reflect my ability as a therapist so you know just because I maybe couldn't write a first class essay didn't mean I wasn't a first class counsellor not saying that I am either of those things or can do either of those things but you you get the get the gist so I worked on that during the course worked on not putting that pressure on myself not feeling the need to be the top of the class or to get these really high grades I said you know I will just do my best and know that my best and recognize that my best is good enough more than good enough and I mean it's something that I'd always said along the years but I hadn't truly believed it you know but I can honestly say when it came to my master's I genuinely started to believe that I believed that you know I have done my best that is more than enough and it is not a reflection of me or my ability to do this job or to progress in this field I mean (laughs) much maybe to other people's disappointment maybe I didn't reach their high standards that they put on me but you know we we try and block that out don't we and focus on ourselves and you know that internal validation uh so yeah that was sort of the starting point of my journey with perfectionism and it is a journey most definitely like i say i am a recovering perfectionist not a recovered perfectionist it is still something that i battle with and you know it does rear its head some days it's easier to ignore than others um but yeah like i say work in progress i'm only human at the end of the day and it can be really hard to shake some of those core beliefs can't it but what i have now that i didn't have back then is that awareness and i think awareness is just such a you know a lifesaver really often a double-edged sword i mean sometimes it can be quite difficult to come to that place of awareness to learn where those things have come from but again we can't change things if we're not aware of them so now that I'm aware of my perfectionist traits I can you know notice that like I was saying you know with work this week I noticed that my inner perfectionist was telling me you need to do all this and get it all done and do all this work and it needs to all be done today and rah 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 I was able to stop and say no you know thanks I I see where you're coming from but that's not true and you know I was able to remind myself that I was allowed to take it easy that I'd had 12 days off work so that it was okay to ease myself back into it that if something wasn't done today it can get done tomorrow or the day after or the week after you know I just needed to do what needed to be done that day and that was enough more than enough so yeah that's my little journey (laughs) with perfectionism so 
there's a really great quote about perfectionism that I wanted to share with you and it goes like this I think perfectionism is just fear in fancy shoes and a mink coat pretending to be elegant when actually it's just terrified because underneath that shiny veneer perfectionism is nothing more than a deep existential angst that says again and again I am not good enough and I will never be good enough yeah let's let that sink in I just really relate with that quote so it's a quote by Elizabeth Gilbert from her book Big Magic Creative Living Beyond Fear and like I say I just think it perfectly encapsulates what perfectionism is so it's not about being perfect it's not about that you know that definition I shared earlier about not being able to accept anything short of perfection it's about being scared being scared of not being good enough being scared to fail being scared of judgment or criticism and using that perfectionist as a shield to protect ourselves from that from that not good enough feeling which is one of the worst feelings and it's a feeling that comes up a lot in therapy no one likes feeling like they're not good enough everyone wants to be accepted and valued and loved unconditionally so you know we we do what we can to protect ourselves from feeling like we're not good enough so yeah really enjoy that quote let's now talk a bit more maybe about where that perfectionism comes from what is it rooted in And so you may be thinking, well, Glessy, why is it actually important to know what my perfectionism is rooted in? You know, I'm a perfectionist. What can I do about it? That's all great. But I often think that knowing where that comes from, sort of dealing with those root issues, the core issues, is is what's going to help us to really overcome our perfectionist traits. Um, You know, having that full awareness of why we do something the reasons behind it you know and also being aware that it's there is what's going to help us to catch ourselves when we're being a perfectionist and to work on those traits so it is rooted in a lot of things I've sort of narrowed it down to I think five or six you've really put me on the spot there having to sort of count um so probably wrong but for me I feel like it's often rooted in so a fear of uncertainty a fear of not being good enough um rooted in anxiety and a need for control fear of failure like I've said and a fear of judgment or criticism so let's break all of those down further so we'll start with fear of uncertainty and a fear of the unknown so if this is you you might be the kind of person who will over prepare for things or will work extra hard put in loads of extra hours and try to prepare for all outcomes and all possibilities purely because the thought of not knowing what's going to happen or not being in control of what might happen is really scary so similar to this is that root of anxiety and need for control so they're quite similar so for you maybe being perfect is how you've learned to cope when any 
painful emotions show up or perhaps during turbulent times that was your way of regaining control again we already spoken about sort of that feeling of not being good enough and how that is a horrible feeling so it might be that you strive for perfection in order to make up for that or to make yourself feel good enough or trick yourself that you feel good enough you'll try to be perfect or it might not even be about wanting to feel good enough yourself maybe you're doing it for external validation as well then moving on so fear of criticism so perfectionists are quite often guilty of taking any and all criticism quite personally so that can even be constructive criticism it is seen as an attack on them personally an attack on their self-worth so again you will work really hard you will do everything you can prepare as much as you can in order to not be criticized to not be judged Um, and I think that fear of judgment is a very common fear no one likes to be judged or feel judged do they or feel different or othered then finally so a fear of failure so you might try and avoid this again by working really really hard so putting in all those extra hours so that you definitely don't fail because you've done amazing work and it's perfect I say that in inverted commas perfect or it can also go the other way so you just avoid the task in general And that's why procrastination and perfectionism often go hand in hand. Again, because of that fear of failure. So it's a bit of a vicious cycle, really. So as a perfectionist, you'll start by setting these really high, unrealistic goals, which will then cause this fear of failing, this crippling fear of failing, which then leads you to procrastinate. So you put off that task because in your mind, if I don't start the task, then I can't fail which of course, depending on the task, isn't, you know, always the best idea or isn't always going to be possible. So this then leads to feelings of shame and guilt, either when we do fail, so we don't reach those high standards that we've set, or shame and guilt when we put off that task. Um, You know, when we've procrastinated for so long, that can lead to feelings of shame and guilt. And then that leads to, or leads to, a feeling of really low self-worth, self-criticism, being really hard on yourself and critical. And then the cycle starts again. So as a way of combating those feelings of low self-worth, you know, that feeling of not being good enough, like we said, we try and strive for perfection to make up for it. And we try and reach these unrealistic goals. And so the cycle continues and continues and continues in an endless cycle. I think what's important to recognise is that perfection, perfectionism, I think as perfectionists we know that perfection isn't real, that being perfect does not exist, it is not possible. So it's no use telling a perfectionist, you know, no one's perfect, it's impossible to be perfect, because they already know. If anything, that causes them more conflict because they already know that perfection isn't real and isn't a thing, but yet they still strive for that perfection. So it's a bit of a paradox, really. The way I look at it, perfectionism, like I've already sort of covered, it's a bit of a defence mechanism. So it is a way to feel in control, 
to distract from any painful emotions, to hide our flaws so that we're not criticised. It's, in essence, it's not about being perfect. Like I say, it's not possible. We know it's not possible. But it's about feeling perfect. And that's the key word, feeling. Feeling perfect rather than feeling not good enough. So the next time you maybe notice your inner perfectionist rearing its head, you know, try to not be so hard on them. You know, bearing in mind everything we've spoken about, about the potential roots of perfectionism, have a think about where, where does that perfectionist come from? Why does it exist? What is it protecting you from? So just, you know, take a moment and really think about these questions and it might be helpful to maybe do some journaling about it or just sit and reflect if you are interested in journaling on my instagram page there is a post with specific journaling prompts for perfectionists and that's not a shameless plug (laughs) i promise um but you know you can ask yourself things like you know what would happen when i was younger and i made a mistake or How would my life be different if I let down that perfectionist shield? What is my inner perfectionist scared of? And then also things like, who in my life actually loves me as I am? And would I want my loved ones to feel this pressure? So asking yourself these questions are the first step in learning more about that inner perfectionist, where it's rooted, where does it come from? And... As with all problems, I tell people all the time, awareness is that first step. Knowing why it's there, why we act the way we do, helps us to then deal with the problem at hand. Because if if we don't even accept or acknowledge that it's an issue, that it exists, then how can we go about making any changes? So I'm going to wrap up this podcast by talking a bit about how we can overcome those perfectionist traits so like I said that first step it's going to be awareness awareness is key and that's how we can then move on to these other steps so the first thing I say is to work on setting yourself realistic goals like we say perfectionists they set these unattainable high standards and really just set themselves up for failure and set themselves up to feel really awful about themselves And it's about having a growth mindset as opposed to a fixed mindset. So knowing that mistakes are opportunities for learning, that it's not just about the end goal, but the journey as well. And I think for me, that was what was really important during my master's degree was about wanting, I wanted to enjoy the process, enjoy the experience, as opposed to just focus on, I need to get X grade at the end. Because I mean... If we're just focused on the end, we're not being in the moment and we're not enjoying what's going on around us. And it may be that you look back and regret that, regret that you didn't appreciate what was going on. So yeah, focus, try and focus more on the actual journey as opposed to just the outcome and see mistakes as opportunities for growth and for learning. Be mindful that, you know, one mistake doesn't mean an automatic failure the thing with perfectionism and perfectionists is that we're often guilty of 
what is called all or nothing thinking or black and white thinking so it's really important to try and challenge that way of thinking you know things aren't just black and white it's not just good or bad right or wrong perfect or a failure consider what is the gray in that scenario what is the middle ground you know avoiding terms like never or ever so absolute extreme terms so you're saying things like oh, i'm never going to do well or i'm the worst person ever perfectionists do often think in these absolute terms so if you're noticing yourself doing that it might be a good idea to try and challenge some of that thinking consider what are the other possibilities the other outcomes i would also say try and redefine your self-worth consider what are your values in life what do you value above all else and try to not be defined by your achievements and successes you can define your self-worth by your character your kindness how you are with people you know it doesn't have to just be about i got first place in this race i don't know why that example came to head but you get the idea And again, I keep using this example, but it is such a good example. So when I was on my master's, that's what that process was. It was redefining what is important to me. I don't need to define my worth by my academic achievements. I can define my worth based on the skills that I've learned and the the traits and how I'd grown as a person. They were the things that were important to me and still are important to me now. And it's not about, it wasn't about achieving the best, the very best grade. And then finally, practicing self-compassion. Now, this is the big one, guys. Being compassionate and kind to yourself. So, so important. Um, So trying to reframe any, you know, if you notice that inner perfectionist saying something horrible, try and reframe it into a self-compassionate statement instead so your inner perfectionist might say things like oh I feel like a failure when I make mistakes so just remind yourself that mistakes are an opportunity to learn and grow so that would be a more compassionate way of looking at that situation or maybe your inner perfectionist says something like oh well why do I bother if it's not going to turn out perfectly and I have to keep trying harder and I need to do better and be the best so looking at it from a frame of self-compassion you might tell yourself that you know you value the process as well as the outcome and that you know you're doing your best you're trying your best that your best is more than good enough so yeah practicing self-compassion is key in overcoming some of those perfectionist traits and you know it takes time it's not going to happen overnight like I say I am still a work in progress when it comes to this I still have those thoughts now my inner perfectionist will say these things to me on a regular basis and it's just about trying to stop in the moment and just you know soothe yourself by saying these little statements over and over again I know it sounds silly but that is how it works you it, it is soothing and it's about soothing that little inner child that doesn't feel good enough and feels like they have to be perfect so that everyone around them loves them that that's how they get love but that's not the case you know you you don't have to be perfect there's no such thing as perfect and you are good enough just as you are so 
hopefully I hope you found this helpful and interesting and do you know what I've actually enjoyed just going a bit rogue speaking from the heart and you know not being so scripted and sort of confined in that um so I think I'm gonna embrace this for future episodes too I would really be interested to hear if anyone has noticed a difference in this episode if you've noticed that I've I don't know, sounded different, or if the energy was a bit different, then do let me know. I'd be so interested to, to hear. But yeah, I hope that you've enjoyed it more as well, that it's felt more real and authentic. Not that the other ones didn't, um, but yeah, it just, I don't know, something quite freeing, I guess. So yeah, challenge completed. <laughs> so yeah, like I say, I hope that you've enjoyed Um, If you want to learn more about perfectionism, I have loads of posts on my Instagram account all about it, so it talks in more detail about the stuff that I've mentioned today. And I just want to finish with a few reminders for my fellow recovering perfectionists. So remember these four things. So you are worthy of compassion. It is okay to make mistakes. You don't have to be perfect and your best is more than enough. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the All Emotions Welcome podcast. If you enjoyed it, and I hope that you did, feel free to follow me over on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for me at All Emotions Welcome, where you'll find even more mental health content. Again, thank you so, so much for listening, and I really hope to see you on the next one. Bye!